Welcome to another episode of Where in the Folk. Today I'm joined by Tully as always. Look at him looking like a gray, straight from center earth. I'll, I'll start eating toast like Zuckerberg here in a minute. <laughs> and we got Stephen and Morgana Calder with us. So we're continuing with our our series of exposing the expos because you need to know what's going on with the world. It is not what you was taught, and they do lie to you. And by they, we mean they. So where are we picking up today, Tucky? <clears throat> so I think we wrapped up with buffalo if i'm not mistaken i heard they got good chicken wings yeah you know i love chicken wings that's probably my oh, favorite I fucking thing. Know. um you <laughs> love chicken wings so much that i'm not allowed to make chicken wings anymore because you burnt my wife out on chicken wings how <laughs> <laughs> every time we come up there until he's like oh, i'm gonna make something really good and then he's got 200 chicken wings. <laughs> well, now, I don't know how twice in four months is, is a burnout. It's because I was coming home and making them too, though. Oh. <laughs> so, then, yeah, it makes sense that you would blame me. Oh, I got to blame somebody. I love chicken wings. Chicken wings are my favorite. And off camera, we was talking about ringing chickens next, so that kind of plays into it. This is a nice segue. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> so I guess we could get started with um, St. Louis if you want to. St. Louis. I don't have a lot of the stats about St. Louis because, you know, well, the after first thing over, after going over the ones we've went over, just know that they're all fucking ridiculous. See, it, it's like it's almost copy and paste. There's just little yeah. differences. There's really small differences. I'm now, curious, guys, and, and I haven't gotten all the way through it yet, so they may bring this up at some point. What happened to all of the rubble and the trash and everything from when they tore these down? They put it in the same landfill they put the towers in from when uh, 9-11. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've literally not seen pictures or anything. Of well, I've got a really good one when we get to Saint uh, or to San Francisco on okay. on what I think, Morgana. The book okay. doesn't ever say. Okay, like I said, yeah, because I'm not done with it. But like I said, I was wondering if they ever bring that up, and I'm like, you know, you would think with all these other pictures, they'd show the pictures of the the taking it down because that was huge. I guess they could have leveled it and. Used yeah. it as a aggregate under whatever they built over top of it. But that yeah. stuff settles over time. Yeah. And I don't see a lot of buildings, you know, well, you do see buildings falling down. But, I mean, you know, you don't hear about these mass drops in the cities that these things are taking place in. That's, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to take a moment to, um, if you haven't watched other episodes and you're coming on this somehow, to go over our source material it's exposing the expositions 1851 to 1950 it is by howdy mikoski um so i suggest getting this and reading it um i so the way that i fell into it i'm not going lie. i'm i'm real into alternate history because the alternate history is starting to seem more like the real history to me and i was listening to a podcast i heard this guy talking i was like well hell i gotta get that book so i got it and when i read it i was like okay you know this makes sense like to me 
So going well, to the guy, I think it's important to say that this guy who wrote the book went to college for history. Yeah. And that's what kind of drove him. He was sitting in, in college. Um, maybe he wasn't sitting in college when he realized this, but he, he was going to, I think, be a, a history professor. And he started seeing these and he's like, wait, like yeah. something isn't right. So he put in, you know, a ton of research and Tom and references, uh, brought in experts and all this stuff. <clears throat> the one wrote a book that- about it. The one thing that would set you off is like, oh shit, that's pretty nice. That's, I bet it took a long time to do that. I wonder how long it took to do that. Two years. <laughs> like that, that right there would raise questions because no matter yeah. what they are, they took two years or less every single thing. Like we, in the episode one or two, I can't remember now, it's been so long, we covered the Hotel Barcelona. It was massive. Took that was episode one. Days took 57 days to build it for point of reference when uh, when they burnt the white house down it took them what did reed say like fifth like 10 years to rebuild the white house or something like that yeah it took them two years two or three years to rebuild the white house and this would have been around you know maybe 67 years later but they still had the same tools same knowledge things like that and so with the same knowledge they built this hotel that's hotel I remember reading about that. 57 days to build this. Now, if you look at that and compare it to the time it took them to rebuild the White House, the White House is what? Like that center section. The center yeah. section about, <laughs> yeah. without, the, without the third story. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and if you, if you zoom in on this, this isn't blacktop. These are individual bricks. Uh-huh. Look at the landscaping. Yeah. And wasn't where was this at? Was this in Pennsylvania? Um, I do not remember. I can't remember the place I was at either, but it wasn't in a place that would those plants with the landscaping would have been native either. So they had to go around, do all the landscaping, build that huge ass hotel, lay the brickwork for the road. 57 days. That was a hotel stone. Um, the hotel, they say looks, looks to be stone. It looks to be stone, but they say that was built out of that cheap material. But it had like I don't know enough apartments and rooms to house yeah. two thousand guests. Yeah, two thousand guests. Yeah, six hundred rooms, thirty apartments, and yeah. they built it in fifty-three days. Yeah, so they build out uh, cheap material, but put two thousand people in it. Yeah, it's really unlikely. Yeah, that doesn't, <laughs> doesn't seem logical. So that was a big one on the first episode that we spent some time on. Yeah. Yeah. Look, they're they're repairing a bridge down here, and it was supposed to take two weeks, and it's been four months. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so I don't know if you're a fan of Tyler Childers, but he's from Kentucky, and he's he's got a song called um, what's it called? I can't remember now, but one of the lyrics says, "The road working it took forever." Mm -hmm. That's the definition of Kentucky. Yeah, (laughs) I'm all your own. Yeah. It's not just Kentucky, I promise. My father worked for MDOT all my life. He was the bridge superintendent. So that's what he did was went around and worked on bridges. And there's this area over in uh, Jackson where uh, Hadley lives that's called The Stack. They started working on that when I was a kid. And it's always been under construction. And now they have gone back 
to where they started because bridges and roads are only meant to last for about 30 years. Um, but if we look at St. Louis, so in St. Louis, is their, their big debut was uh, the first ice cream cone. <laughs> yes. And they had the world's largest pipe organ, too. What's so, it? So there was another Ferris wheel at this one. Wow, same, Ferris wheel. same style. And like we pointed out a minute ago, we've got whatever this is. I would love to go into that. I, I, I want to go into that. Don't you look at his face and see happiness? <laughs> <laughs> that's. That's, that's the look I get if I'm in a car, you know, nowhere near an exit, and then I have something hit me all of a sudden to use the bathroom. <laughs> I, know, <laughs> I know that we're talking about this, but do you notice his paint? Yes. How it's, how it's yeah. like how it's got the sharp edges and things like that. You know who uh -huh. else did that? And it's not very common with clowns because the sharp edges show like anger and things like that. You know who mm -hmm. else did that? John Wayne Gacy. Oh wow. So so more than likely this had some kind of nefarious ties to it to suck loose and give it to the elites because something we haven't brought up in a minute, every single one of these world fairs lost millions of dollars. Like did not make any money off of Except it. Except the yeah. first one over over in Europe in England, the first Crystal Palace, that one made money. But after that, you're right. Every one of them lost just it half. It was like twice as much to build it as what they made off of it. Yeah. And did you see that little spot, that electricity building he just had up? Look at that. Mm. Um, there was one I was going to show you that just a perspective, it was this one. Like, look how detailed all of the stuff is like uh mm -hmm. look how massive yeah. it is compared to like the people look how far away that building is look it's insane and then yeah. here's here was the overhead up here yeah massive gate mm -hmm. yeah and wow. i think this is one of the first places that had any air can like exhibit air conditioning it was in the missouri state building but it burnt down 11 days before the affair even ended now, this is something else that's pretty cool about the St. Louis exhibit. Do you remember the premiere of the Charlie Chaplin film where a woman looks like she's talking on the cell phone? Yeah. Yes. Interesting fact. In this fair, they had a wireless radio phone tower. So people had these devices where they could be walking on one side of the park and talk to somebody else on the other side of the park. Weird. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. I found that today. I was like, oh, all right, that makes sense. Yeah. And it's 100% true. Now, when that video came out from the Chaplin, Chaplin premiere, everybody's like, well, they didn't have cell phones. That was probably a hearing device. She was listening like they had to <laughs> hear. They had to hear. So, more than likely, this leads me to believe that history, like, because, like, we've always said, say almost every episode it only takes one generation technically to change the way that people remember history it's yes. quite possible we had cell phones or some form of a cell phone in the early 1900s mm -hmm. yeah that's uh i mean if you go to looking at some of the stuff uh, by people like jonathan gray and uh klaus donna you know they claim that they've even found uh something very similar to a cell phone from ancient times yeah you know, so what was it 
I forget. It might have been like a eleven thousand years ago. There was that archaeologists found that there was a significant event on Earth that caused a yes cataclysmic yeah. event, and they think that there was a super advanced race who existed then too. Right. Yeah. Randall Carlson and uh, Graham Hancock they talk about that quite a bit. They've done a lot of work on it. So uh, I they think, call it, they call it, they refer to it as the mud flood. Got you. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's been like if you think about it in the terms they use today, like reset, I think there's been a few resets and the most recent was probably a little bit before these pictures and stuff that we're seeing, you know, when Tartaria and everything else comes into play. And then there was probably one before Tartaria. What I think that we're looking at right now with these, with these expos and there's other things that happened throughout the world at the same time was a cleanup after something like that. Honestly, um, I, what, what do you think, Morgana? Um, it crosses my mind, and I, I mean, like I said, this is just an opinion that, you know, we talked about maybe uh, some of this stuff was dug up, but there is very little photography from right before these started coming up. You had still life, like portraits and stuff, but like landscape photography and stuff, you really didn't see a lot of. And all of these places are so isolated because it was really before, you know, they were just starting to get the railroad up and stuff like that. So who's to say that, say, like Chicago wasn't just partially buried and they want to get rid of it. So they start doing these things, you know, let's go on and, finish digging it out. It's already, you know, partially showing we'll do it as this is our world's fair or whatever. And then we can destroy it and rewrite what we want people to think. So, you know, this is just us going over the information, let you know that history may not be what you think it is, like we said at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So this will lead us into the next one, the San Francisco. So San Francisco, which when I was researching this one, I, I came across something for California. Um, apparently California was named due to the thought that it was an island inhibited, inhibited, inhibited by inhabited, inhabited (laughs) by black Amazonish women. Like, so apparently there was these giant women there, um, that lived there and they thought that California was an island. So that's the reason it got its name like that. So do you think that that might be like a forgotten history too, part of this? Because it could have been played into the Tartarian Empire of the Giants. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Catalina Island is where they dug up all those giant skeletons. You know, at one time, the Wrigley Company owned Catalina Island. Mm. Yeah. Nice. So That's the, interesting. But you can yeah. see they have the, the Eiffel Tower that. here. Look at that. Uh-huh. This yes. is the San Francisco <laughs> World Fair. Where's the balloon? <laughs> I'm not seeing yeah, the balloon. Look at all these boats. Nice. Yeah. Those, like, those look like modern. Nah. I was going to say those look like modern warships, but they're not. Um, but you know, it almost has some Russian influence on that big building to the right. Yeah. Of the tower. Mm-hmm. Look at those intricate designs. Like, it's insane. These almost yeah. look like, like Egyptian hieroglyphs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Does that not look just like the Eiffel Tower in the background? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, with platforms. But, you yeah. know, <clears throat> other than that, yeah, it's almost identical. Where are the little white buildings for the conduction? I'm not seeing Oh, well, them. go back to that picture. Look at that. Do you see the three domes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like in Paris. Huh. Yeah. 
So why did the Alphen Tower get to stay, but that had to go? I'll tell you why. Because in 1906, there was an earthquake that destroyed everything. So what we have here is <laughs> Warsaw after bombing runs in World War II. And then what we have here is San Francisco after an earthquake. After an earthquake. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. So, and there are theories. There, there are theories that this wasn't only an earthquake, but the earthquake was an opportunity to get rid of all of this stuff. Yeah. Um, and you can see, I mean, very, very little difference between yeah. bombing runs and earthquakes. In and this you know, and you know, there's situation. there was one of the world's fairs where they actually brought the army in to detonate the whole fair. I still, I'm like Rich was. I, I just don't understand why you would destroy, you know, yeah. what, logically why you would destroy. If it's not your history and you mm -hmm. want to monopolize everything mm -hmm. and get rid of certain technologies. If I'm not badly mistaken, wasn't Rockefeller one of the main people that like contributed funds to this? Yeah. Like most of the but world's fairs? I think the big turning point and, you know, I can't speak for Rockefeller's intentions. Uh, I think at some point they got diabolical. But maybe in the beginning he was part of something, you know, to create a, a better world. And certain people got into power and manipulated him into, you know, being Darth Vader. <laughs> but – yeah. I think the, the huge pivotal point in our history as the United States is when McKinley got assassinated. I think, you know, the undercurrent changed. You had a, a huge power change. And then once that happened, you've got Rockefeller doing all of these diabolical things that set us mm -hmm. on course to where we're at today. Yeah, it's quite possible. Yeah. So this has been exposing the expos, and there are some theories in the book that you, whenever you buy them, you know, I suggest you read them um, because they're pretty cool. But I'd like to give everybody's individual theory about it. Uh, Rich, what's your what's your theory on what this whole thing is? Oh man, I don't know. All right, so there, there's a lot of there's a lot of me that wants to believe in Tartarians. I mean, that's that's true. It's just, it, it's hard to go down that hole um, w with an analytical mind. Um, and then there's the fact that they really couldn't have pulled this shit off without some help. I just, I, I don't know how they, in, in each one of these cities, uh, you know, across the nation, across the world, you know, London, Cambodia, I, I, how the hell did they do it? It's just, mm -hmm. I can't figure it out. So I'm, I mean, I'm open to other theories, but I, I don't know. I, I haven't really posited a theory yet. Uh, the, I mean, there's, I, I don't want to say something and then say, no, well, you know what? I changed my mind, but <laughs> I also haven't read the whole book yet. So as soon as I get through the book, well, then I'll be tearing ass and, and I'll be screaming shit at you guys. No, <laughs> oh, that's just, that's just stupid. And I'll say, yeah, but I'm stupid. I get it. I understand. <laughs> so when, when I do have a theory, uh, one that that you know I can't possibly prove because it was hundreds of years ago. Uh, then I will, I'll throw it at you. 
Awesome. Again, I just I don't want to give you something that that uh, that I can't defend yet. We'll have that update on a future episode. Well, well, to me, I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and say what's on my mind with this right here. I mean, if you want to hide things, hiding them in plain sight is usually one of the best ways to go about it. Yeah, for sure. That's what I think too. There were still, I mean, even back then, you you definitely still had the families that existed who who still exist today that manipulate the current undercurrent of society. Yeah, Yeah, they've been around for a long time. Oh yeah. So, you know, maybe this was a a coordinated, you know, detonation to erase a portion of history that had existed for too long and and their viewpoint. It's quite possible. And you know, it's one of those things like take time to think for yourself and do your own research. You should be able, and if you start looking into this, if you have any kind of open mind and you're just not negative in every way, you, you kind of start questioning things. So Morgana, um, what do you, what is your theory about this? Um, Yeah. Like like I said earlier, I really think that it was a matter of because things were so spread out and so far apart, there were people all over this country that didn't know what existed in Chicago or San Francisco and places like that. So I think a lot of these places probably already existed. And the way that they got rid of it was to bring it in, you know, let's unbury what's left of it, call it an expo or World's Fair or whatever, and then we'll just destroy it and say it was just temporary. Yeah. You know, because there wouldn't have been, I mean, it still would have been a massive undertaking, but something like that, I think, could have been done in two years. All right. And Tully, what do you think? What's your what's your eventual theory on this? Like, So I don't know that they had the looking glass yet back then. Uh, they might not have had that power to be able to, to glimpse into the future, if you know that conspiracy, but... I can tell you that the people who coordinated this probably didn't expect there to be a, a thing called Google <laughs> to where, you know, cause they were doing this. People didn't have people maybe didn't have cell phones. Definitely not to the level of social interaction that we have today. So I think this was a hush hush kind of quiet. It, it, it wasn't quiet, but the destruction was quiet in their view and now that we have these incredible search engines that can piece all of this stuff together, I, I don't think that that was expected. And I, I'm sure they didn't expect somebody to write a book tying everything together either, or they would have probably did a little better job of hiding everything or at least explaining that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, I believe that there was some kind of cliaclism that covered everything up. And they dug it out as well. And they, and for some reason, every time that they do a reset like this, they have to destroy what was left so that people don't know the true history of where they are, how special they are, and things of that nature. Yeah, I'm going with the dig out too, by the way. Yeah, yeah I'm going with the dig out. That sounds horrible. That sounds like us. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, <laughs> so, um, Morgana, tell them what all is happening over in the weird universe. Um, Yeah, we're a little bit slowed down right now. Uh, We've got a lot of stuff going on with everybody personally. So uh, we're still doing um, watching Weird on Thursdays and Weird Awakenings on Fridays. And we're doing um, Murders, Mystery and Mayhems a couple times a month. 
Nice. And uh, you know what we're doing? We're uh, staying. We're staying folk and weird. <laughs> Wouldn't have y'all any other way. And we're, we're frequenting on the Weird Awakenings. Yes, absolutely. Yep, check us out on there. Join us at 8 p.m. Eastern on Fridays if, if you want to check us out live. Yeah. Central. It's, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, we have a good time. <laughs> And then let's go with five. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find us on uh, rumble.com, bitshoot.com, youtube.com, and all listening platforms. And uh thank you for watching us because we're watching you. Mm-hmm.